what's up, HVAC crew? Oh, let me get a little closer to the mic. Welcome back to another episode oh, of right. HVAC R&D. Hey, getting this mic on. There we go. Uh, welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. Um, Dennis and I hanging out tonight. We have had a couple of... God, we've had some busy weeks. We're about worn out, so uh, we're going to get creative with all the fun stories we talk about tonight. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. Should I just roll into the shameless self promo? We'll just get that out of the way and then you can talk, Dennis. Then you'll be allowed to, to open your mouth. Is that fair? <laughs> this is my part of the show, okay? Yeah, it's my yeah. time to shine and then I'll listen back. <laughs> listening back to the shows, I always say selfless. No, what do I say? Yeah. Shameless. The shameless self promotion. <laughs> selfless. <laughs> shameless. Well, it, self, is, yeah. it is selfless. It is for us, it is not just for me. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, shameless and self, and I just say selfless, selfish. Oh, geez. Shellfish? Yeah, oh, shellfish. Allergic. Sorry. <laughs> Unless it's crab. I'll deal with that. I will deal with the crab sushi. We can take that. Oh, geez. So, yeah, welcome back, everybody. We've missed you. It's been a long time since we've recorded. At least it feels like it. We've well, attempted we it, had, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've had some cancellations on guests, yep. which is which is no big deal. Well, nope. uh, stuff happens, um, but the show must go on. So we're gonna, uh, yeah, be me, me and Ryan tonight. That's right, and the show will always go on. Um, so I guess uh, let me get started with my uh, list of must discuss topics as we begin the show. Um, so if you guys haven't registered for uh, AHR 2023, registration is open. We hope that uh, everybody will come out to Atlanta this year and check out the biggest trade show in the industry. So make sure you get in there. AHRexpo.com, I believe exactly what it is. Somewhere close. Yeah, you, you got to go yep. to that. Yep. Nailed that one on the head. Also, they've got some pretty sweet stuff on social media. So start looking out for those tags on Instagram and everywhere else or use those cool little graphics tag them also the uh, swag shop we've got a fresh set of hats that we just put an order in for yesterday I'm not going to tell you guys about them but uh they're coming we'll see them soon got some cool stuff dropping next week so uh hopefully these will show up at least within a few days of that so we can announce them also please be sure to follow us on instagram at hvacrnd because you know you can't have and symbols thanks instagram where you at right also uh, that's true 
at we can have the at symbol except that's not in your tag you're right which is true so confusing uh tiktok yeah it's there i've uh, got some cool stuff planned dennis and i actually we're gonna record last night but then we ended up discussing business for like an hour and a half of and other things so uh part of that discussion is some cool stuff i'm working on to start throwing out on tiktok for you guys um linkedin is getting caught up it's getting closer i think i've gotten through another 17 or 20 episodes on there so they're coming sorry for all the the feed spamming but it's going to happen and then also make sure to follow us on facebook and then if you've got anywhere else you're trying to find us you can always look on our link tree in the bio of our instagram and you know uh so now normally i would introduce a guest so instead of introducing a guest I'm going to introduce my co-host. You know him. You love him. (laughs) He's got a ridiculously good golf score. I don't know why he even does HVAC stuff. He should be on the tour. Live Tour D, I will be your caddy. Um, I don't know what your walk-up music is going to be, but I think you should put some right here. So welcome to the show. My main man, my best friend, my podcast partner, Mr. Dennis the man the main d wilkins welcome to the show sir well i stumbled my way down to the local bar where i saw the devil in my glass the bartender told me it was time to go i told him that he could lick my sack whiskey's gone but i ain't leaving there's gotta be a way to get it back Whiskey's gone, but I ain't leaving. Gotta get this devil off my Thank you for joining us tonight. Glad to have you back. It's been a while. Holy cow. Jeez. I don't know what I'm going to put with that. I'm going to have to put some uh, good tunes on that. Definitely have some good tunes. Someone's got to have some walkout music tonight. Might as well be you, sir. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been busy, man. Yeah, and I heard that your uh, your golf foursome did fairly well today. I think you shot what like a team sixty four or something. We'll talk about that shortly. Yeah, um, not too great for a four man scramble. Yeah, we had a so we had a tournament today. Um, local distributor put it on huge tournament. Uh, huge, huge, huge tournament. Yeah, so this is the first one where they had a – we teed off at 8, 8 o'clock shotgun, probably 120 guys. Nice. And then had lunch, and then it was another group of 120 behind us. Holy crap. I don't think I've ever seen that. Usually it's a one-round, you know. Now, did, so, you have, uh, did you have vendor sponsors, or was it just primarily just the distributor? It was a distributor. Yeah, I mean, there was a... I don't know who they got all... I mean, I didn't see... I seen the management company that kind of ran the tournament. You know, just that we had a... uh, We had a PGA Tour, Chip Beck. Um, He was a guest speaker. Of course, he talked about golf the whole time. It wasn't like a guest speaker like you're thinking, right? It wasn't a uh, motivational... (laughs) He was talking about hitting wooden clubs back in his day he was trashing all these new young kids 
It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> now, how how old is he for for frame of reference as a professional? He's uh, 52, 53. Okay. So not that bad. No. Um, I remember my first set of clubs were wooden clubs from the antique store that my grandmother just randomly found. They were turquoise. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. I feel like everybody started with those. Right? Probably. Our age, at least. Now, they start with some hand-me-down Titleist. Yeah. Or, you know. Hand-me-downs yes. of technology we only wish we could have had. We did okay. We had a couple guys that hadn't played in forever. And uh, the guy I rode with, he, he plays a couple times a month. So, we scrounged up. Yeah, I, th- I think we shot a 64. Um couldn't get the putts going some uh some slow greens so we couldn't get the putts going but you know no mulligans just straight shot of 64 not terrible i think 58 one um which is usually that's that's usually about yeah that's usually about what wins uh that's the first the first group shot of 58 now the second guys were teeing off at two which it's getting a little warm. I'm kind of glad I didn't sign up for that one. You're but. like, uh, just let me know how it ends. I'll see you later. <laughs> you know, I got another one next week, Thursday, for a, a different distributor. This is that will be their first annual. Nice. Um, but we're bringing the trailer out. Got the. We're setting up the. Uh, you know, we're throwing in a tankless water heater for closest to the pin and. Sweet. Yeah, we'll be setting up. We'll have a tent out there, so that'll be fun. But yeah, uh, that's awesome. Well, what do we? Uh, I got to get this beer going, man. All right, we'll crack that baby open. Tell me what you're drinking. So I am drinking from Amore Artis, Fort Mill local here. Um, Salt Malone. Nice. <laughs> Fruited ale ginormous can with fruited the paper. ale fruited ale fruited with fresh cantaloupe and watermelon from springs farm in fort mill south carolina nice oh finished off with south carolina sea salt well isn't that fancy south carolina sea salt all right here we go <laughs> i took my screen off my mic so we'll let's see how this edits I don't know that, that beer sound was pretty classy hmm fruited ale for sure fruited ale <laughs> fruited ale salt malone I like that name well uh, I will cheers your salt malone and I will raise you one trash panda from D9 <laughs> Brewing oh yeah the trash panda I have one of these left I said why not is that the appropriate night campfire one? Oh yeah, <laughs> that picture. It, it is almost it. What we are an hour and fifty three minutes from the first day of fall, so I figured a, a s'more inspired raccoon advertised <laughs> beverage would be perfect for the evening. <laughs> I still think we should have a HVAC R and D plush toy that's a trash panda with a oh, oh, shirt on oh i agree like a polo yes <laughs> a trucker hat <laughs> or or a hoodie 
Yes. A okay. trash panda hoodie. <laughs> that I or... feel like I feel like a trash panda would, would rock a hoodie. He would. He's not gonna rock a polo. Well <laughs> no, he, he's gonna rock the hoodie because he can roll the sleeves up, but it's also kind of cozy. I feel like yeah. they would rock a hoodie with the sleeves cut off, maybe. Oh, actually that's it. <laughs> That's it. Hoodie, uh, keep the hood, cut off the sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a trade. Yeah. That's it. Perfect. <laughs> oh, trademark. Thanks. Yep. All right. So, so now um, we need we need a yeah. beer manufacturer, and now we also need a plush toy or a custom plush toy manufacturer. Somebody hook us up. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if we just, you know. I just yeah. When you make a when you get a plush toy made, you're just making it because. Yeah. How I don't many know. There's a, there's a local a thousand. Oh, I know. <laughs> Callie would put a thousand in her bed. I'm sure. Toys for Tots is gonna love us because no yeah, one's gonna buy to do with all those. <laughs> and you you spend a shit ton on them and you just give them away. It's like I wanted I wanted one trash panda toy because it would be funny but i had to order a thousand so right uh, is this we'll just go. Is, can we use this as a tax i feel like we should just go to build a bear and do something a little does cheaper Build-A-Bear have, dang it does build a bear have a trash panda all right i have to look i don't think so they might. we don't have we don't have a production crew so i'm gonna google for myself I've been watching a few too many episodes of Two Bears, One Cave, where they have three guys in a production crew, where they can just say, Google that. I'm so jealous well, yeah, of Bert and Tom. One I, of these days. Foreplay now, when you listen to them, they got like three people sitting behind them. Yeah. And because they're trying to run their mic and they're trying to run their, they're, they're doing the camera too. And they're just like, hey, how many... How many of these, you know, how many toothpicks coming up? Something, something, and they're just, somebody's always Googling. That's going to be riding. That, that's a good one. What, I'm going to be behind the crew? No, I'm going to ask the people. I am not right. going to be the dude Googling. I will, I will eventually upgrade myself from what I'm doing right now. Did you know that apparently to look at the Build-A-Bear Workshop website, it's almost as bad as having to look at like a booze website where you have to tell them you're 21. Young children must be accompanied by an adult to shop in this experience. Please enter really? the shopper's birthday to shop. <laughs> That's interesting. Young children will be directed to the play area of the site. <laughs> that doesn't sound creepy at all. Look, do they have a trash panda? I mean, we're just trying to. Well, I got to tell them my birthday first. Oh, my God. <laughs> am I create old enough? Am I old enough? Create a password. Am I old enough to shop at Build-A-Bear? <laughs> 36, let me in. Jesus. Right. All right. God, 36, riding the young buck. I know, right? Hey, they got Gizmo, though. I'll take that. Oh, that's... Man, that's old school. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Getting Gizmo with a HVAC R&D hoodie on. All right. Shop all. Let's see. Yeah, we've had a lot go on since we've recorded last... Yeah, that's the dang truth. Oh, there's a po- there's a possum. Oh, I thought we were close, but it's a badger. Nope, just kidding. Holy yeah. crap, he's on sale too. What the badger or the No. 
they have an online exclusive raccoon. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Seventy five dollars. No, believe it or not, he's not. Well, no, we you got a twenty one sixty. Yeah, but you got to deck him out. You got to go yeah, in there. And, that's right. We got to give him his. Now, do we use the? Do we give him the purple heart with extra love? <laughs> no, he's gonna be a little alcoholic. <laughs> he might need the purple. By heart. the time you trick him out and you get out the door, you get a little change back out of a hundred dollar bill. Probably. <laughs> yep. Oh, dang it. That you could take him around and take pictures like the hats. Hey, man. I could put him in the hat, actually. Even better. Yep. Look at us. Creative marketing freaking geniuses. How are we going to get a little tiny hoodie for him? Ow. I have no idea. I'm saying this as I'm, I've got a freaking toy that I'm hitting my other little dog in the face with, so he'll quit chewing my hand. Got way too much going on. Ow. You little turd. Cody, so Cody, my youngest dog, has decided to camp out next to me, but try to bite my hand the entire time. So, what did you get into this past weekend? Uh, so I felt like we both had some little college trips. Dude, we've had a lot to do the last couple of weeks. It's weird. Uh, I swear, I feel like I've not seen you in forever. I hated we didn't get a chance to to catch up the day before yesterday. Um. Well, it's training season for me, so. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so, Saturday, uh, I worked an event for another little side project of mine that one day we'll talk about. Um, but we worked a, a, a breast cancer event helping to fundraise stuff for the Go Gen Go Foundation, which is a local place here that raises money for breast cancer research and breast cancer patients. I think they raised just about 10 grand on saturday which was cool nice um and while i was there um you know me i'm the sales guy so i go freaking talk to everybody because i don't know what else to do with myself um, right so i made my way to the taco stand which is called taco love and i swear i'm not even kidding that lady probably made the best chicken tacos I have ever had in my life. Was I think, it a little food truck or? So they've got a little food trailer, but you know, depending on the event size, sometimes they'll just pop up a tent in their grill. Um, so they don't have to okay. try to roll the trailer in if they have this place they can set up. So they do everything on like a portable Blackstone. Nice. Yep. And uh, so everything is, you know, homemade. Uh, <clears throat> homemade corn shells, homemade freaking everything. The sauces are like her grandmother's recipes for the sauces. No joke. Retarded good. Um, I ended up trading out product from the booth I was running later in the day for like a whole freaking tray worth of tacos to take home for <laughs> Saturday night so that we would have something to eat after the football game because after we were done there we had to drive to we drove to winston-salem Kristen had tickets um for us to sit in the liberty student section of the liberty wake forest game which was the wake forest homecoming game nice and it, and it dude it was a killer freaking game and then for some crazy reason right at the end liberty ties the well almost ties the game up and they've got a chance they can kick a field goal and tie the game at 37 
or they can go for two to try to win it. And they go for two. It's like, why did you not just tie the game up to tie Wake, who's a ranked team, if you're trying to get to a bowl game later this year, tie up the ranked team and make those guys beat you on their home turf at homecoming. Put the pressure on them. I, I, I could not understand why they did that. I've seen a couple teams do that this past <clears throat> just just go for two to try to shut it out and not get it and that's it I don't know I feel like I'm gonna kick a field goal there uh, no joke I mean, or, or kick the extra point why not it just it just made no sense to me especially when you know they were or the extra down. point yeah yeah I mean they were down they had went down and come back and then went down and they they came back they scored two touchdowns in the last seven minutes of the game to put themselves in a position to tie the game and then they just go for two why Hmm. I don't understand it. It just didn't make sense to me. Now, if it was, and this may sound awful. Now, if it was, you know, like bottom of the conference, you know, someone you're expected to beat, so on and so forth, I can understand him going for two just to get the game over with because they more than likely would do it. Right. I just don't understand going for it when you're playing the number 19 ranked team in the country and you have a chance to force them to try to beat you. I just didn't get it. But hey, I'm not a college football coach. I'm just an armchair general here. So, uh... (laughs) (laughs) So we went to App State College Game Day. ESPN College Game Day was there. Nice. And we were down in the pit. Um... Me and Tracy and a buddy of mine and his his girlfriend and wow did I feel old down in that pit. So the pit's like behind the stage, you know, when you're watching game day, everybody behind them, you know, on the camera. Um it was just a million college kids just getting hammered on some light beer. Nice. Holding up signs and we're just like right in the middle of them. And it was fun, you know. We didn't we didn't go in the game, but uh, we just had to drive up there for that. But uh, you know, went went to a local bar to watch the game, and of course they they were playing Troy, which is in their division. But uh, I haven't even looked and see who all who all they got changed. a tough schedule, they, man. Are they? Is it still SoCon? I'm assuming it still is. Sunbelt. Sunbelt. Okay. I forget. Sunbelt. Yeah. So, so, yeah, they get, they get, uh, yeah, they play, uh, Georgia Southern. They play, um, Isn't that Coastal Carolina. Coastal is a big, yeah, that's yeah. a big, uh, rival. Coastal is pretty good, too. I played a baseball tournament there when I was in, when I played travel ball in high school. Of course, they had Texas AM. They had North Carolina. That was right out of the gate. That that North Carolina game, Jesus. They, oh, I know. Both of them lit the scoreboard up on that one. Nobody was playing defense. That was like a basketball score. Yeah, I mean, when you invite App State to your – if you're a ranked team and you invite them in for some revenue, you get, you better be careful with that. <laughs> Dude, I, I was laughing at that, that one sign for the – the ATM, like the only ATM where you can go withdraw one point five million. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, those signs that I was taking pictures of were classic. So good. So, the you know, it was, it, they were the, tro- the Trojans. Yep. And this one little kid was up on his dad's shoulders, and he's like, Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. My dad, or, uh, my dad busted a Trojan <laughs> and had a mountaineer or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was bad. I mean, some of these signs were bad. Uh, now, did you get uh, did you get to see old Luke Combs? I did. He uh, he I'm rolling in. They kept showing him on the screen fly in on his little jet because <laughs> he was he was performing in Green Bay. So he performed in Green Bay the night before, and he had to perform again, but he flew in to App. Dude, he was on that stage maybe 20 minutes, did his little picks, you know? Yep. And then he literally got on the car, got back in his little car with his little police escort and got back on the plane and flew back to Green Bay. <laughs> I mean, um, well, but yeah, we were... Like I said, we're we're behind the the crew the way they do game day. So, uh, yeah, he was up there. I mean, we we was right behind him. But uh, the uh, yeah, once it's it's over at twelve. When it's over, they they start wrapping it up, man, because they they come into the town and just set up so much stuff. That's nuts. Stages and you know tents and see i didn't get uh when i went to college i went to western which is app's big rival at least were they still they still are to a point but they they've been sorry western love you kitty mounts but uh (laughs) (laughs) core is actually gonna that's his second dude it's gonna apply there hey it's good school man it's good school apps just really come come up yeah, a lot of stuff. I well, mean, and outside of the football wise. program, Western's grown a huge bit. Like I go up there and go, man, you guys put my tuition to good use. Yeah. Um, I was <laughs> like, is this all this cool shit was not there when I went? I didn't know you went to Western. I don't know you, why I didn't know. You that. know I went to Western. I told you that. I actually went to I went to UNC Asheville first and then transferred to Western. Okay. Um they got a nice recording and production program that yeah it's grown a lot he's gonna uh we hadn't toured it up there what is it another hour up uh or two it's two hours from valdez maybe yeah maybe no about an hour and a half not quite two i don't think well i guess okay. if you go all the way through silva and loop back through maybe but core's uh, all about that mountain stuff man hey man it's a beautiful place he's uh, a bit partial too can't say can't say i'm not so yeah, we uh, my week leading up to that. So it's training time for we we are going to talk about HVAC on this show. By the way, no, we're not. No, maybe not. <laughs> we might. So I went to. So the manufacturer's rep I'm with now, um, the HVAC product is uh, it's been out I don't know six seven years, and they got a they got a one point they had a one point now they got a two most everybody knows what I'm talking about, but, um, so I'm doing some training on it. I got a trailer with a running system on it. I'm dragging around for 
distributors and uh you know the deal uh distributor has some training i go out so i did kernersville on wednesday winston-salem area um big turnout had about 30 people which nice. was nice left there drove to raleigh had two classes there one at a big contractor's shop and then went to a hotel and trained another 30 guys woke up drove to wilmington we uh they actually a, a distributor set us up in a uh community college which was kind of neat i felt I like mean a little well, I was going to say, I don't mean to interrupt you on that one, but when, when you were telling me you were going to the community college at first, I didn't know if you were if you were training contractor there or if you were actually training students at the community college and maybe you guys had donated like equipment that was in their lab or something. I wasn't sure on that one. So, no lab. They, we just had a classroom, a, just a big classroom, real high ceiling, had a big projector. No, this was a, so this was a distributor that rented it out. Gotcha. Um, so it was Cape Fear Community College. But had to put the old running system on an elevator and go up down the halls and down around. And um, yeah, we brought food in and it was just probably another 30 just contractors, all companies. Um, but Isn't yeah, pretty sweet. D and like 100 people training 100 people in a week. Yeah. Take note, people. That's effing awesome. I mean, it's I'll a newer that. product. I'll save that for our PG-13 rating for now. Right. <laughs> so then, you know, that was on a Friday. Drive back, three hours back to the house. Get up at five on Saturday and drive to college game day and pretty much started drinking when I got there. <laughs> it's because we're professional drivers. <laughs> right. In distribution and rep agencies, we are sales guys are professional drivers in this i hate to say but it's it's the freaking truth like we drive the wheels off some cars like oh monday i didn't move i didn't leave the house monday i'm like it's uh computer email time yeah so yeah it was uh my first round with this company with some uh a couple of those were four hour four hour trainings which is a long time Everybody's always heard me say on here, that's a long class. Um, but you'll have a lot of trainers that like, you know, all day trainings. And a lot of the times those are national guys where they they come to see you once a year, maybe twice a year. And yeah. you just, you got to get all you can because they'll cover troubleshooting. They'll cover everything. And. I just don't know, man. I don't know how much you can take in on that. It's difficult. It's tough. I, now, I mean, you take I went, notes, right? But I never see anybody writing anything down. <laughs> I mean, no. And like, I went to a bunch of long, long classes before I was in distribution. Like when I was working with with Dad and doing different training classes that old Cajun Joe wanted me and whoever my counterparts were at the time to go and sit through. Right. You know, we'd drive an hour to go to a class because we lived in the middle of nowhere. Um, and then we'd sit through class for eight hours and drive an hour, hour and a half home. And you're like, I don't remember a thing from today because I was tired when I got there and I'm even more tired when I get home. 
<laughs> right. It just it burns you. I mean, a couple things stick in your brain, but and and the little bit that you either highlighted or circled in the book while you were still had enough mental capacity to pay attention before it just droned you out. Because that's the headache, you know. You sit you sit in class for like we we've talked about it many times. You know, you sit in class for eight hours, but it's death by PowerPoint for eight hours. It ain't sticking, man. It's just not. Luckily, you know, when you put stuff together, when we were training together and when you're training now, you've always got something for guys to put your hands on. And that's just different. A lot of places don't have that. A lot of training doesn't do that. So it really helps guys be able to have that, have that, you know, sensory learning as opposed to just visual. Yeah. I mean, I like to go, you know, I'll put all my field piece wireless probe kit on it and cast it up on the on the screen so everybody can look at it live running we can talk about pressures we can talk about temperatures and that's that's what those guys are going to leave there and go do yeah Um, they're not going to leave there and go follow up on a book you know um now that being said you got you need to read the manual right but um so driving Drive it, yeah. Oh, Matt. I, Matt threw that in there. I never heard it called that before. Oh, doctor. HVAC doctor. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Cheers to you, brother. So when I was driving back that Friday, I was like, man, I want to add some more. I want to add a little more to the to the class. You know, every time you do a class, you want to change something. Um. So, this system that I'm training on, right, you can flip a dip switch, and it's basically a dumb inverter, we call it. So, it's non-communicating inverter system, but you can flip a dip switch, and it'll basically, it's kind of an accelerated cooling to where it's looking for the indoor coil to be, instead of 46, now it's looking at 42. Gotcha. All right, so it's going to pull a little more moisture out of the air. So what I was thinking about doing is, I'm going to test this out tomorrow, by the way. Um, Getting like a, I don't know, solo cup or something to put under the the, the P-trap and fire the unit up and we'll put it on a timer. We'll, We'll just do 10 minutes. Put it in max cooling. Let it run shut it down see what water comes out of it mark it on the cup and then flip the dip switch and fire it up and just see if it'll literally pull more moisture out and fill the cup up past the line i don't know maybe that's you know something like that just to yeah just try something different you know something goofy just everybody to kind of get involved in um stand around watch see what it'll do um, you know, a little science project. I'm going to try that out tomorrow. See what it does. It may take longer than 10 minutes to, uh, to do this, but so yeah, that was, uh, I got more to come, you know, this, this month and next month, everybody's trying to get on the schedule. I got a lot of, uh, contractors that are, I'm going to their shop with the trailer going over troubleshooting oh nope bless you 
Sorry. <laughs> Cody just honked his toy. <laughs> so, on the sales side, what? I know you're getting beat up over there, right? Oh, dude. It, it's, I keep hearing it from every distributor it, I go to. Yeah, every, everywhere you go right now, it's, you know, we're all in the middle of running out of air conditioners. Uh, you know, places don't want to hear that you're running out, but it's like, man, that's that, that's what's happening. It's, it's not just us. It's everybody. Thank the EPA. Um because they won't let us sell they won't let us sell through what we got so we got to get rid of stuff we got to make room for different products in the warehouse um and unfortunately we're just we're all coming down to the end of that um you know i was gonna say make sure you get everybody needs to get with their local distributor and say hey update me on what's going on january 1st because i feel like there's still not enough of that training going on dude i've got guys right now that i have been talking to about this since last year that legitimately will still call me and get frustrated that i'm running out of air conditioners i'm like man i don't know how else to tell you this this is what's happening yeah everything that i can't everybody currently i can't change it (laughs) yeah all the air conditioners that we currently have anybody yeah. Um, I say we, I mean distributors. Yeah, distributors in general. Um, it doesn't rate January 1st with the new rating, so it's no. got to go. And yes, some some people are, you know, lopping off their bottom couple of tiers of stuff and trying to re-rate higher, you know, stuff that was currently 17 or 20 that's going to re-rate as maybe what will make, you know, industry minimum. But there's a lot of people that are trying to do that and it ain't working out. Yeah, they're they're sixteen. I think a lot of a lot of brands they're sixteen seer product currently. If you put it at a point five static, it's close, but not enough in most cases. But but it's got to be fourteen point two, right? So fourteen point three, fourteen point three. Unless it's a pack, and packs are thirteen point four, and I think thirteen point four is what AC is for the northeast. I believe. Right. Um, I was gonna say I'm giving you yeah. these numbers for south. Yep, but you know us, we're, t- but. we're mostly talking south, southeast where we are. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. No, I you got to get Cody you got to get with your distributor and um, because if there's a tech guy at their distributor, he should be on the up and up. Yep, he may not know what what the product's changing over to because some of the brands are still figuring that out, dude. And that's that's the truth, that's you know. Good. <laughs> well and you know one of the things that that i'm you know i've always prided myself on was i know my competition as well as i know my brand sometimes i know it better than my brand and and trying to really do the research and figure out what some rival brands are doing right now dude it ain't out there i mean no well they don't have it they, they don't have it they don't know what it's going to be you know i've seen a little bit of stuff from um from a few brands and some of that, the stuff that you and I were talking about, you know, months ago already, and none of that information's changed or gotten any better. Right. So it's, it's, it's almost like you're going into the wild, wild west. We don't know what we're even going into. Um, and then I've seen some guys that supposedly his distributor has, you know, new M2 product and hell they charge, they're charging him, you know, they charged him a thousand dollars for one of the new coils last week. 
Mm. And he's like, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not right. And I'm pretty sure the distributor came out and said it's not right. But even still, <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Which, granted, I mean, I'm starting to see some four and five time calls cost close to a grand just because of all the inflation we've taken the last few years. But it, it it's nuts. Well, um, so we we had a a state job quote that, as a manufacturer's rep, sometimes we'll we'll just quote um large jobs for the state or something like that. But um, yeah, we had one come in and. Our product rates under the new rating, we were going up against Goodman, their new 15 sear, essentially. Um, we quoted against them, but they don't have the product. They're like, here's what it'll be and here's what it'll cost, but we don't have any of it. And see, and that's one of the few instances where I, I am yet <laughs> to even mean. have a guy that's buying Goodman be able to tell me what any of his new numbers are going to be. Sorry, Goodman, we're picking on you. Um, but, I mean, it yeah. doesn't matter what brand you are. If it's not what I'm selling, trust me, I'm asking my guys for information. Yeah, uh, so most... <laughs> that's not where, a secret. <laughs> wherever you buy from, if they got a local tech guy, he's been through some kind of training on this, hopefully. And, uh, you know, don't be scared to ask him some questions. Like I said, you, knowledge is king, and you don't want to get... Um, don't get left behind. And look, this product that's coming out, it's going to cost more. Yeah. I mean, you know, Ream redid their whole line. And uh, I don't know which other brands redid their whole line, but um, it's, uh, you know, base base heat pumps, two stage, three stage in the middle. It's going up and it's going to cost more. So, yeah, if you, you got to offer financing, you got to be ready for that. Um. You know, don't go price these jobs like, you know, well, I can't, I wouldn't have bought that or I'm not going to buy that. You know, I've always said that. You, it's not about what put you your markup on there yeah. and put your markup on there and transfer it to the homeowner. There's just no other way around that. I mean, um, homeowners know it's coming. Oh, that's well, they do, they, they do and they don't. They do and they don't. Yeah. Right. Um, well, and you know, speaking of homeowners knowing it's coming, uh, we were talking about reading some articles here. Oh, yeah. So I thought I would check out this. Uh, the future of the HVACR industry is here. Now, what are you reading out of? So I am reading an article from September 16th in the HVAC and Refrigeration Insider. Because you can look at that one without a... Uh, what is it? Yep. A two article limit before they want you to pay for it. Not Sorry. Uh, once again, no production team, <laughs> low budget. Uh, <laughs> so let's see. Technology in the HVACR industry is in the beginning of a great renaissance. Oh, this is going to be interesting from where to go. Decarbonization and electrification of buildings, the transition from fossil fuels, new M1 regulations. Now, I thought M1, well, I guess you know, no, no, M1, no. Yeah, M1 regulations and how yeah, this M. affects system testing by manufacturers, i.e. SEER 2. Here we go. Flammable refrigerants. 
and Cody's whining because he even doesn't want to have to deal with this. Um, incentives from the Inflation Reduction Act and it, utilities are a few examples of the transition HVACR professionals must prepare for. Yeah, heat pumps are coming in hot. Oh, okay. yeah. They, they want to get rid of gas. Um, oh, and yeah, they can get it. So I'll skip a few lines. But uh, as the HVACR industry moves away from fossil fuels, as you see, everyone, that is what they are pushing for. They don't want furnaces at all. They don't no. want anything with electricity. Just the same thing they're trying to do with cars. Now, just throwing it out here. Don't know how the power grid's going to handle it. But, you know, I guess that's not our problem. We just get to pay higher. No, I mean, our grid's yeah. not terrible down here. No. But you go up north, uh, the, the brownouts are happening right now. Well, and it's happening out west already, too. I mean, it's... Yeah. Let's see. My buddy Rod works for for Duke Power. I'll have to ask him about that. I think he's IT guy, though. I don't think he knows shit about the grid, but he might. Let's see. I have, Simi- to, yeah. I have to talk about it over some Labats. There you go. Which you had a, a nice Labat pour uh, recently. Yep. Solid bingo. work at Bingo Lost Night. Again. I was going to say, did you lose her? God, I suck at bingo. Oh, no. You know what happened? I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to shout out to the elder here. That was a... Well, my neighbor across the street, old Miss Libby, brought her up on this show before. Um, she was in there for somebody's, you know, 85th birthday. Um, there was a Bills game that night. It was packed in there. And there's like 10 of them over there. And they're like... We walk in and she's like, "Oh, hey!" I'm like, "Hey!" And uh, I was like, "Are y'all staying for for bingo?" And she's like, "Oh, yeah, we might as well." I'm like, "Damn it!" They won like I don't know how many times. What is up with old people and bingo, dude? What's the deal, dude? They just, you know, they, what? Just, they pay they just they pay their dues. <laughs> I mean, they pay every their time dues they're like, and uh, they have patience <laughs> and they they can win. I'd have like two left. He's like, oh, we finally got another bingo. I look, it's one of them walking up there. Now, if it was Kino night, I could see you crushing it. Oh, yeah. I like me some Kino. <laughs> we hadn't played that in a while together. No, we haven't. It has been some time. It's our little sneaky gambling fix. Which, hey, speaking of, speaking of sneaky gambling fixes, uh, I hear that our new up-and-coming casino... Uh, down south of Charlotte has opened up their sports book. Now I'm curious where they put a sports book in, in what they're calling a in casino a, right now. In a trailer. In the in in the massive. They got a 50 inch yeah. TV in there. Maybe. <laughs> and it's got so many tickers going across there. <laughs> 50 inch TV, and then it's got like uh, couches and foldable lawn chairs. All right. Yeah, they built them in, like, shipping containers. Yeah. All right, so where are we going with this article? Uh, well, Is it, it just about it, what's coming? Yeah, what's funny is I actually thought it would be more interesting, but it, uh, we're getting away from fossil fuels. Profession- Sorry, HVAC Insider, I just trashed you. Uh, so it's similar to the signing of the American Innovation Manufacturing Act in December 2020, beginning the phase down refrigerants, consequently... 
Professionals must prepare for the safe handling, storage, and transportation of low GWP refrigerants, many of which are flammable. Which, now, I actually am not a fan of this because you did a lot of research. I watched you do a lot of research. And, you know, unless you have, like, a big old wide open flame and you are just trying to torch this stuff, it's not quite as flammable as they try to... They're almost making Actually, it the... The the oil that we're dealing with now, when we unsolder a compressor or a suction line on a coil, that flame up that you get there that you can kind of blow out and it fires up, you know, it's it's less than that. Yeah, that's actually worse. Yes, yeah, of course we're not. It's not it. the refrigerant, so it's an A2L. It, it is way lower than a propane or a butane or a. Um, it does not have propane in it. Um, you can open a jug of this, let's say 454B, which is what Reem's going with. You can open a jug of that, strike a, you know, strike a match, and it'll blow it right out. Um, it's not what you think. I mean, no, no. And so propane I mean, kind of flew out and, and just went all over the, you know, it was like a middle school lunchroom. Yep. Um, it doesn't have propane in it. Doesn't I had a guy tell me the other day it had, oh yeah, that's the stuff with butane in it. I'm like, no, that's your bic lighter. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So and then or the uh, your camping stove. Actually, now I'm kind of glad I read this article for the last paragraph. So it says the future is here. To keep apprised of these changes, we have two great opportunities for you to get firsthand information from leading manufacturers and matter experts. That just sounds weird, but I get what they're saying. Join us each Thursday at 4.30 Eastern for our live webcast or join us at the South Point Hotel March 20th through 22nd of 2033. Vegas, South Point? Oh, yeah, to meet in person with these. So uh, here's the funny thing. Speaking of South Point, that's where Dennis and I met for the first time was the South Point. We had to fly halfway across. Well, no, what? Uh, what is that like 80% across the damn country to meet for the first time? And now we're podcast buddies. That's right. Uh, what a wild world we live in. Thanks, Vegas. You've always been good to me. <laughs> oh, but uh, so yeah, sorry. I feel like that article is a bit of a letdown. Sorry, well, no, I mean, we, it's, they're we got still to, trying to get it out there. Well, and like I said, you know, some of this is just. Yeah, you know, we could t- keep talking about it, but like I said, you know, there's bits and pieces of some of these things that, like I said, the whole refrigerant flammability thing. You know, throwing that in here that it's so super, that it is flammable and all that. I hate to say that, but some of that is just lack of of even our own industry's understanding of what's coming. So and changing. what? I hate to what say stinks. That. What stinks with the refrigerant, and I think I've said this on the show before, is, um. This brand's gonna no, nobody's getting together on a type. Um, no, they're not. Daikin, Train, you know, they, some of these guys are gonna do R32, and then somebody's gonna do 1234 YF. Now, is, it, is anyone actually doing that one by itself? That I haven't, I don't heard know. Yet. Carrier was, and then I don't think they are now. They probably have oh. some other funky, like if if one blend is. 6535 carrier is going to do one at 6040 and call it pure on two or some bullshit. Well, <laughs> so your, your Bosch, your Gree, your, 
mini split brand like they're going to be r32 i always feel like they're yep. going to lean that way bosch hasn't put out what they're going to like posted i think gree is going to do r32 i'm pretty sure Gree's in 32 um but 454b which is ream is going to be r32 and 1234yf blend those yep. two so um, Which puts their GWP, what, a little over 400, where the people that are running straight R32 is like 600, right. something like that. And the new minimum is like 630, I think, or 670. Well, and I'm curious to see how, what, what 410 does, like the whole phase out. Is it going to phase out like R22 did, but yet we're still... Well, I mean, hell, I mean, it's already, I mean, we're already in the fives and, you know, mid fives. Now, yeah, I'll see a, a sale here and there where some a supply house randomly puts it on sale for like three eighty. I'm like, um, did you just That's... not have any business today that you wanted to get rid of your refrigerant for three points or something? But yeah, I mean, so they... you got to carry you got to carry something for R twenty two. Still, yep, you got to carry four ten a. You got to carry at least two more. Mm-hmm. That's four yeah. jugs yeah. of just. And my guess is you, you know, and then you're gonna have, I guess you're gonna maybe have maybe five. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're gonna have at least four or five. Then you're gonna have what? How many reclaim tanks? If you gotta have reclaim tanks for oh, all of them, jeez. And then we keep hearing, uh, we keep hearing the ramblings about them potentially eliminating like single use cylinders to where everything becomes a refillable cylinder for every refrigerant. Yeah, that keeps getting shot down. Dude, I I hope it keeps getting shot down. Well, who's going to do all this? The the distributor? Well, that's the thing. So every distributor is going to have to have a giant holding tank, like a gas station of every single freaking different refrigerant we're going to have to have in the industry now. Are you serious? Come on now. Um, You know, and especially as these brands start specializing in refrigerants, and, and I get I get it from the brand standpoint. They're like, yeah, we want to make sure that guys work on our brand and our brand alone. But in the well, long sometimes run, the equipment's sometimes- designed around like with temperature glides. That equipment just performs better with certain refrigerants. Yeah. I mean, and, and that makes just and, component yeah, wise. I which I get that. I don't know if it's how much, but I just I think it's gonna get it's going to get so much more expensive for the guy to truly be the I'll service any brand thing. And I hate that because you know, that's how, that's how my dad's business survived as a small business for the last 40 years is he can work on everything. Oh yeah. You can't just service, you know, one brand. How's that going to work? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you know, if you start specializing in refrigerants, you know, are you, and I mean, they already want you to be, you know, carriers got, you got to be factory authorized and all this stuff. Um, they, they want you to feel like you have to only work on this brand. And I said, I get that. Maybe I only install this brand, but by God, my guys are going to want to know how to work on everything. And I want them to know how to work on everything. I want, you know, if, yeah, if you I'm asked the homeowner, company, Hey, uh, what brand's your system? Cause we only, they're like, uh, Honeywell. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Oh, sorry. We don't work on that one. Wait a minute, Chuck. That's not what we meant. Number uh, one brand. If you ask a homeowner what the number one brand of HVAC is, it's, it's Honeywell. Yeah. The system. 
Yeah, because they read the thermostat and they assume that's what they have, whether yeah. they know what they bought or not. It's funny. Um, so I've got one here from the news. Um, ACHR news. It says, with inflation rising and the economy heading towards another recession. Sorry, downer here. Um, you need yeah. to know how your HVAC slash plumbing business will survive. The best way is to prepare for a slower season, whether due to seasonality or the economy. So it's the objectives here. Learning objectives would be shift strategies and budget during a slow economy. So, you know, larger companies have, have plans for this, but middle to lo smaller guys like on shifting to a, shifting your budget to a slow economy i mean what do you how'd y'all used to handle that up there <laughs> um, it, it, it really <laughs> wasn't that easy um you're fired you're fired you're fired you can stay <laughs> and and i'll be honest there there were times when when i know dad had to let people go that he didn't want to let go or he'd have to lay people off he didn't want to lay off um it's this next year is going to be, and I mean, really, I'll, I'll say even fall this year through, I'll say fall of this year through fall of next year, it's going right. to be a wild ride because every manufacturer is having to bring out new product and they're all promising delivery dates of this, this, and this, and we'll see if any of them hit them. Right. We will see. Um. Well, here's a good point. It says stay top. Stay top of mind during the slow season. Well, I know when we used to go into the slow season, it was like, oh, we need to do this. We need to do that. We need to do this. We need to do that. We got to start running more ads. We got to start doing this. Start spending more money because you're slow to generate so, more business. So good point to that. Um, I've, I see that all the time too. And I have that conversation with contractors more often than not. And I try to have those discussions with them earlier in the year because it's almost like advertising and those different things are the last resort. Instead of them being something that's right. budgeted into what they do every year and as part of their business plan, which, and I'll be honest, most, most guys that are in HVAC, they didn't go to business school. That wasn't their plan. And that's no knock that trust me, my, my father didn't go to business. Yeah. School. They're not in marketing that, that's, either. That's not what their I strong mean, suit is. That's, that's not what they're, they're, they're used to working with their hands and fixing things. And like I said, that is no knock on, on any contractor by any means. Um, but that's not, that's not the way their brains are geared. Their brains right. get geared towards, let's get this done and fix this. And then it gets slow and they're like, crap, I got nothing to get done and fix it. Well, what can help me do that? Maybe I'll go throw an ad out there. Well, you got to throw those ads out there constantly all year long on a planned budget rather than trying to blow your whole load of budget in the fall to make up for mm -hmm. the fact that it got slow because it's the end of summer. Right. And that's where so many of these guys fall short is they, they get so wrapped up. And I'll go back to, to, to book stuff again. E-Myth Mastery is a excellent book. There's one just for the HVAC industry as well. Um, 
I need to get that guy to give us a discount code. That'd be sweet. Um, yep. But the biggest premise of, of all of his stuff is so many contractors get stuck working in their business almost oh, yeah. as if they're the employee as opposed to working on their business. And if you're not working on your business and you're stuck working in your business, you will not grow. You will be the same size, most likely, or shrink in that mindset. You've got to get outside and have a bigger picture view. And I try to call it the, I guess it's almost like, you know, what is it? The, the hundred foot view when you're looking down on what your business is, as opposed to looking up at what it could be. You've got right. to get above it and look down and figure out how to put the right pieces in place to get it where you want it to go. And sometimes you can't do that by yourself. There's nothing wrong with with reaching out and either working with your distributor, working with certain marketing agencies, and 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 I'd be careful. Well, I guarantee about, you that distributor wants you to grow. <laughs> oh, every distributor wants you to grow. And you know, and if you know, there's there's elite dealer programs with distributors that have different marketing resources and other things. But there's also there is there is in the recent few years. There's been a real growth in marketing companies that are built around trades. Now, there's some of them. I'm not going to throw names out here. I actually had a meeting with a, a marketing agency last week that we were considering doing some work with. And I'm considering, you know, us working with with her and her team and working on some things. It was a great meeting. I really liked what she said because it was it, it's nice to hear someone talk about looking at it to to help further the contractor as opposed to just giving them a quick fix of, well, we can do this right now, but they want to help build a plan for you to continue to build your business going forward. And most, right. most marketing companies are like, well, if you give us five grand, we'll build you a website and we'll put your AdWords together and we'll make all your Google reviews sync up and yada, yada, yada. Well, any marketing company can do that now. I hate to say half any college kid now can do that you wouldn't even oh, yeah. have to pay a marketing company for it you've got to find the marketing agency that is willing to help you look outside of the box to make your business different right because if you don't stand out from one reason or another anymore you're going to continue to just be buried in google or buried wherever and, and it's just it's going to stagnate that's why we're seeing People like I'll throw them out, Laura and Doug at Main Street out in out in Utah. Those guys continue to grow and grow and grow because they have went a different route with their growth plan for their business. And you're oh, yeah. in your social and, media, yeah, and, and they they've built it through social media. But they've built it through social media doing things that make homeowners, you know, interested in their content for different reasons. Um, it's a different level of engagement that helps ease that in-home, you know, that in-home transaction. It's like, well, you know, we see these people, we feel like we know them, so we're going to call them. We feel like we can trust them. And you're seeing more and more of that trust in people through social media than you are through regular everyday advertising anymore. At least in my opinion. I think more oh, people yeah. now are calling companies that they've seen on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook than they are in a million years almost over the person they saw being ran on spectrum ads or wherever else. 
Well, it's it's becoming more real. Like that's it. The people that run the company are are doing the ad. They didn't hire somebody to do a commercial. That's it. And it's bringing you know? it's bringing that personal touch back in a lot of ways, which is nice. Right. Um. So I don't know. It's just there. It's we have an ever evolving and a rapidly changing industry as far as technology of the equipment we're putting in. But well, it says right here that the last point it makes on here, learning objectives, it says, make it easy for your customers to do business with you. That's it. That's a big one. Yep. Um, it, I, unfortunately, homeowners now, they're like, I mean, do y'all have an app or can I just pay with PayPal or Apple yeah. Pay? Can I just uh, do this? <laughs> yeah. Cash app. Yeah. <laughs> Bitcoin. Um, Maybe not anything in the stock market. There's a reason Dogecoin. we dropped that segment like six months ago. <laughs> oh, we dropped it like it was hot, son. Ah, my stocks are horrible. Oh, dude, last two days have been a bloodbath again. Yeah, I got one stock that's doing pretty good now, and I actually can't say it on the show. <laughs> oh, I probably know which one it is. <laughs> it's not what you think it is. Is it not? Okay, well, no. I'll have to ask you when we get off of here. It's not a brand. I thought it was a big conglomeration. It is. About <laughs> six letters long. <laughs> uh, it's crushing it. Uh, I know. But, uh, and it's not from A to Z. Well, I bought it because it's, uh, it's one of those longer. It's, I bought it as a long one. That's it. Every week, drop a few bucks in it, let it just ride. It'll yep. go up and down, but it it's almost like an Apple stock. It's just always going to go up eventually. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, make it easy for your customers. I mean, yeah, you can't just walk in and say, I take cash only. I mean. No. Um, because guess I what? think more companies, though, are getting better at that. But well, you say that you, you're well, dealing with contractors that are still just like they don't want to get on that boat. Well, and I think I, I was I was talking with a contractor today. He's got a four ton split system they're trying to get put into this lady's house before they can't get ACs anymore because they're trying to help her in any way they can. But even right. going to builder grade product, and you know even. What about just dual fuel? I mean, it, dual fuel, even with with everything else, is just it's still more expensive. But you know, they were trying to get her approved for financing, and, and I mean, even and it's, and I'll be honest, these guys are. It's probably it's probably not the company of mine that you think I'm talking about being being cheap. Like these guys are literally just trying to help do this lady a favor, right? And they have they have dropped the bottom out of it from what they usually. Pay and they still can't get her approved for financing because if it was you know if it was a four ton system two years ago they got her approved no problem because they could right. they could get enough out of it to make it work but the amount of inflation people have seen in the last two years I mean they, no one can is can get approvals the way they used to so, so financing approvals are getting harder and harder so I'm in I'm in a class the other day and I'm like telling guys I'm like look this system operates like this it's looking for this coal temp but if you have this ductwork system that's not good it's going to modulate and go and, and and 
it's going to throttle down to match. And then you're going to have trouble because your ductwork sucks. And I said, you know, I know it's hard to quote, you know, uh, a $3,000 duck job. And they're like, uh, you talking about just adding a return? <laughs> Apparently I've been out of the numbers game. Um, they're like, no, you're not doing a whole duck job anymore for three grand. I mean, I don't know. Is that, is that cheap? Dude, I can't for, so I quoted just. Apparently these jobs now are way up there. I quoted just the flex for a two system house. It's two, two ton splits, heat pumps. And it's, and it's not a ton of duct work, but it's like minimal duct work with every, I was going to say all the fixings. I sound like freaking Bojangles. <laughs> minimal duct work with all the fixings. And I'm hungry now. And Jesus. out the door with tax wholesale, he's like 3,900 bucks. And that's hmm. literally the flex boots and collars. We're not talking plenums and everything else. Like there's a bit more to it. That's part of his other budget. He wanted just his flex numbers and stuff. Okay. That's. And I th- I'd say it's probably. <laughs> I'd say there's about 26 inch runs in total. Altogether. Spaced out. For, yeah. You know, um, from the sounds of it, he's balancing it well based on what he's ordering. But it's just, I mean, it's, you know. Well, you go on these jobs and you, you're quoting the change out. Three ton, whatever. You go in the crawl and you're like, holy cow, this duck work is bad. Yep. And you don't want to put your name on it. You own it then, you know. God, this, this guy sent me, sent me a picture of one the other day and it's just. Like, why do these people? Yeah. It's like why? It's literally, like a horror why movie. do these people do this? It's so terrible. Crawl space confession. Oh, actually, this was a uh, upflow. Has anybody sent in a crawl space confession? No, not a single person. Y'all suck. Come on, guys. Y'all suck. Come on now. Um, sorry, I just called. All, I said all of our list or told all our listeners they suck. I'm probably gonna lose followers. <laughs> sorry, guys. I mean, it's any kind of story you got, we'll we'll, we'll throw it on here. Put our spin on it. <laughs> yeah, so that was a article on, in the news. It was not too bad. Um, I get, I get something in my email every two seconds from them, and I try to open up and read them. But I see Nate, Nate certifications trying to make another push. But dude, I, f- I hate to say it, I feel like Nate is dying. I don't know what parts of the country. It might be big somewhere else, but man, it Maybe just won't take off here. No. I asked everybody in those classes. I had four guys in that whole three days of training. Four. Four guys out of, uh, you know, 100 guys. That's not good. I don't know. They didn't go to market the right way, I don't think. But uh, I don't, I don't know if they did either. Homeowners don't know what it is. No, and that's what you're trying to sell to the homeowner. Well, and it's kind of like you put know, it on the van, you know, like well, what's the mechanic ASC certified? That, that's bingo. You yeah. just took it out of my mouth. That's what I was hearing to say. 
Yeah, you know you know the shop that you want to take your car to. You're like, oh, well, he's certified. Homeowners don't know Nate at yeah, all, at least in, in my dealings. But All right, so you got anything else? We got a lot coming up. I know oh, that. We have, we have a ton of stuff coming up. We're still um, trying to get a, a HVAC brew. Ryden's working on that. Got some hoodie ideas we're working on. Um, yeah, I want to get a HVAC brew. Well, and speaking of that, um, a so, lager and a sour. Lager and a sour. Uh, I did discover, and this is going to sound. Like I never paid attention, but I haven't been to one of these sporting venues to know about it. Nor, and I don't live in Raleigh, so that doesn't help either. I have drank one of these you got listed on here. Yep. And um, so when I was at the Wake Forest game, uh, which by the way, there's did you see the video of me and the beer guy? Yeah. Dude, that guy. Yeah, the two cans. Oh yeah, I went back to yeah like an unhealthy amount of times. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, he that was the only time I filmed him. But dude, he was a freaking riot. Yeah, he was pumped. And dude, he was so funny. He said, dude, he said some funny crap. I wish I had recorded. But that was a good one. Cause that that was my last trip out there. That was right before they started. They did last call. Yeah. The first few times we were. I was asking him, I was like, well, what's the coldest? And I was like, well, how deep are you going to dig in that thing for me? Because he's in this massive, like, just dig down tub, like digging <laughs> for what's in the bottom. I was like, son, you better get in there deep. <laughs> he's like, how deep do you want me to go? And this the girl, and what's funny is he and I are talking, and there's like a girl in front of me, and we're just talking anyway, even though he, she's next in line. And she's turned around like, what are they talking about? She looks so yeah. uncomfortable. She's coming at a bad time. Yep. Um, <laughs> No, he was he was fun. Like I, I, I wish I could repost it and figure out what his company name was and be like, tell this guy he made my day. So it's one company that makes all these. So so the company that makes the beer for App State, um, the beer for Wake Forest, which is called Deacon, which is all over Instagram for the last. Well, it was half those stories are probably gone now, but it was all over Instagram this weekend. Um, cause I also apparently posted an unhealthy amount of stories as well. Um, <laughs> thanks for following everybody and putting up with our shenanigans. Um, and then they also make, uh, storm brew for the Carolina hurricanes, which is R and D brewing out of Raleigh. And I, I was sitting there drinking this beer and I looked down at the bottom of it. I was like, wait a minute. Does that say what I think it says? R and D. I was like, wait a minute now. And then I, as I'm looking at this beer, I look over and the, the student section we're sitting in is the opposite end of the stadium, section 111. So it's the opposite end of the clubhouse. So clubhouse is the far end. And then our end of the stadium is kind of where like the big scoreboard and everything is at Wake. And you look over and there's these massive uh, painted shields that have R&D brewing on them. And I was like, no shit. I was like, I didn't know Dennis and I had a beer company. I looked over at I mean, Chris they and I have was like, to be the this. ones that make the beer for I, us. I know. I gotta talk to these people. Um, 
Someone I help. don't care. Just slap a label on there. Private yeah. label it. I mean, what? And I, and I mean, back. HVAC brew work. I mean, they got Storm Brew. HVAC brew works right into that same nomenclature. I mean, we can replace <laughs> the storm cloud or the hurricane with the R&D logo. It'll fit right on there. Color scheme works good. Beer um, can cold lager. Never gets old. Right. Hey. Beer can cold never gets old. That's right. Yeah, we're, we're got to get that going. We're working on it. All right. Are we going to have a guest next week? Um, Yeah. Next week, you get to intro me, and I'll pick out my intro music. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. Um, no, we've we've had a couple of guests, and I've got... I really I wasn't sure um, next week. I know we've talked about it a little bit on here. My uh, Cajun Joe's got to have surgery yep. the first week of October. Um, I'm... I'm supposed to go up, I think, first of next week. I just don't know if I'm going to end up going Sunday or Monday or which day, but I've got to go up for his pre-op meeting with his doctor, and then I've got to go up the next week for his actual surgery. So I didn't I didn't want to have have guests lined up and you know stuff with mom or dad get crazy and us not be able to adjust and it you know not right. work out. I hate. I hate canceling on people or having to move shows. Um, we had had a guest that was supposed to be on last week, and and I had some things that happened out of nowhere that that unfortunately I I had to cancel a show. And then we had another guest that was supposed to be yesterday, and he just he wasn't able to do it. He's been so busy. He's you know he's got some things going on that he wasn't able to do it. So I said, you know, as we're hitting fall and a lot of this craziness, um maybe we just make everybody listen to Dennis and I for a few episodes um, and, make, oh, yeah. and make you wish we had a guest so you didn't have to hear me talk so much. Uh, <laughs> well, and I, yeah, we got, we got enough coming up. We can talk about. Yeah. So um, um, I got some job sites coming up. We can talk about. And I got, uh, yeah. And I've got yeah. on top of, you know, dad surgery, I've got, some travel next month too so we got we might actually get the first show where i'm the one stuck in a hotel recording a show hey so uh, i feel I've like i've done a shit ton of I, feel, <laughs> I feel like i owe dennis one or two of those where i'm yep. the one stuck yep. in the hotel <laughs> trying to figure out how to make it work <laughs> dragging all i'm pretty i got a little setup now but well and, um and luckily i still have your uh your baby tripod to take with me yep so i'll load that up in my stuff and put that in my suitcase to take it on down to tejas yep going to texas which learn some more hvac yep and which speaking of that i i'm working on having a uh a potential little meet and greet with a few of our good friends from the show i'm not gonna bring up who it is but if it works out uh we might get a few, I might figure out if, uh, you, me, and those other people could have like a 25 minute or 20, 30 minute Instagram live and we'll all drink a beer together or something. That'd be kind of cool. There you go. Let me know. So, uh, if we can figure that out, 
Uh, we'll try to give everybody a day or so notice, or at least, you know, a few hours notice, <laughs> if we can make it work. Well, look, thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to, uh, we got a lot coming up. And don't forget to listen to everybody else's podcast, too. There's some good ones out there. Oh, speaking of that, I'll throw one more shout out. So last yep. week on the show, we had our boy Pat from Commercial Kitchen Chronicles. Good um, show, by the way. Great show. He also, I'll give him a bit of a shout out and a congratulations to him for his award at the, was it CFSA um, conference he was just at in Nashville. Um, looking classy in that freaking cowboy hat. Um, mm, mm. I told him when he comes down here to teach in November, he better bring that hat to go to the bar with us. Yep. So, uh, congratulations, buddy. I'm proud of you. Everybody go check out his show. I know he's working on getting it off the ground. So the more people he's got that helps him do that. Um, don't forget us, but, uh, go out and support our friends too. You know, we all do this as something that we want to build a community with. So we really appreciate everybody that listens to all of us. That's it. Yeah. Kitchen, commercial kitchen chronicles. That's it. And uh, my wife said she's going to need one of those potato chip machines. No joke. I don't know how big it is, but we got to get one. Maybe we can get a scratch and dent. Put it in the garage. Um, We might know a guy that that could get some scratch and dent commercial uh, kitchen (laughs) equipment. Just saying. It looks like it holds a shit ton of oil. It looks like it. Yeah. Maybe. Just a little bit. 20 gallons. Yeah. Which means we just need to learn how to make biodiesel. That we missed that. We missed that boat. Onion rings down that thing or something. <laughs> <laughs> just throw them in from the side. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll see y'all next time. Have a great week. Cheers.